Hey everyone, and welcome to Progeny with a Purpose podcast hosted by yours truly, me, Amy Register. I am so excited to get this podcast started up. Please have a little grace for me as I try to jump these learning curves on how to even produce a podcast. But before I talk too long, without further ado, let's jump into our very first episode. Thank y'all again for tuning in. Hey everyone, clearly this is my very first episode on this podcast channel, which is so very exciting. I apologize for my like partially raspy voice. I have not spoken a lot today, so I think I'm just getting a little warmed up. But that is so beyond the point of why I'm here. You do not need to know about my raspy voice. What you need to know for this first podcast, or what I would like you to know, is the reason why I have chosen the name for the podcast that I have. I hope that y'all are just as excited as me about progeny with a purpose. Does anybody have any guesses on what progeny with a purpose may mean? I'm going to give you a few seconds to think about it yourself, and then you get um, personal brownie points if you get it right. Okay, ready? Here's your thought time. Three, two, one. Okay, I know I only gave you three seconds, but if you need more time, literally just pause this podcast, take whatever time you need, brainstorm it, and come back to this, right? Okay, but here we are. Progeny with a purpose. Amy Michelle, what is that supposed to mean? Okay, y'all. Progeny with a purpose simply is a spinoff of God's chosen people. When we think about God having chosen people, which historically in the Old Testament, that was the Jewish people, he had so many intentions for them and he had a greater plan in place for them to be the lineage to bring us Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Praise be his name, right? So God has always had his chosen people. But the matter of the fact is we are all God's kids. He has created us in his image. He has knit us together in our mother's wombs, knowing how he wanted us to be. And he has crafted in each of us a soul that is intended for his good. And so you can say that we are all God's children. And that is supported by so much. And I plan on getting into that a little bit later. But as you can see, we are created with such a purpose. And you may not know what the word progeny means, but let me just give you a little Merriam-Webster definition. Give me one second. I'm going to go research it and then I'm going to define it for you. Ready? I'll be back in just a second. In all transparency, I did look up this definition yesterday, so I kind of already knew what it was going to say, but Merriam-Webster has two different definitions. The first one meaning descendants or children, which, yeah, that's basic. We understand children, right? But the third definition is kind of fun, but the third definition is progeny means a body of followers, disciples, or successors. How cool is that? So progeny with a purpose basically means we are 
the children or the disciples of the Lord given with such a great purpose for our lives. Not because we in ourselves are so cool and so fine and we've got it all worked out because selfishly we have all the great plans. Yeah, no, that's not it. We have such a big purpose because of what the Lord has intended to orchestrate through us with his great power. So I hope that that is a brief enough explanation on why I have chosen Progeny with a purpose as the channel name. And I kind of want to jump in in this later portion of this short little intro podcast on a quick little lesson just to reaffirm you with God's word and to also affirm you of just how beautifully made you are and how the Lord has always wanted you and how he has deep intentions for your life. So it just goes to show that you are a very purposeful creation and man, that is so exciting. So let's hear it from God himself. Let's jump into the word and yeah, let's dive in, dissect some things. Lord help me and I hope that I'm a good vessel for what he's trying to share with y'all today. So here it is. So right off the bat, if we jump into Genesis, we can debunk the thought that God only cared about the Israelites, the Jewish people in the beginning, because ultimately he did care about each and every one of us from the beginning. We have all been his descendants. We have all been his kids, all meaning the Jewish and the non-Jewish or Jewish and the Gentiles. So as Abraham in Genesis was taking Isaac, the son that he waited on for years and years and years and years and years through the promise of God that he was going to have firstborn. As Abraham was taking Isaac up to the mountain to be sacrificed, God obviously changed those plans, allowed for a ram to be provided instead so that Isaac didn't have to die. And during that time on the mountain, when the sacrifice was going to be made, Through his obedience, God sent an angel of the Lord to say to Abraham in Genesis 22, 17 through 18, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. If we take a peek into that last part, on verse 18, whenever it says, and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. That all nations is so important. All nations did not just mean Israel. All nations meant that God wanted each and every one of us, Israelite or not, Jewish or not, because ultimately being Jewish doesn't make you better just makes you Jewish. Being a Gentile does not make you better, just makes you a Gentile. And obviously, God would not claim us all, all of us, to be blessed if he did not love us all, if he did not have great intentions for us all. So I hope that goes to support the whole, you know, we we were always wanted. All of us were always wanted by God. We were always intended to be blessed by God. I mean, this goes on further to be supported in Leviticus. For those who are not familiar with Leviticus, Leviticus is basically the rule book of the Bible. 
it is written in a way to help the Jewish people understand how they are supposed to do all the sacrifices that were required of them, how to live out a life of righteousness through all of these God-spoken rules. So Leviticus can be very hard to read. It's not the most entertaining book of the Bible. However, it is still so good because it is the inspired word of God, right? And so in Leviticus, as it is telling the Jewish people what to do, in chapter 23, verse 22, it says, When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Leave them for the poor and for the foreigner residing among you. And then that ends with saying, I am the Lord, your God. So I am no theologian, but I would think that that final saying of I am the Lord, your God, it's being like, remember who I am and remember how powerful my guidance to you is. And so whenever he leads them to the instructions of when they're reaping their harvest, they need to leave food for the poor and for the foreigners residing among them. God always wanted the other people, the other people other than the Israelites to be provided for. He wanted them to have food. He wanted to be able to bless the Gentiles through the harvest of the Jewish. So that is another supporting fact that God loves us all. He has a purpose for us all. He wouldn't provide for us if he didn't want us to thrive, if he didn't want us to survive. You know, he's always had our best interest at heart and this just obviously supports that too. And if you're not too big on the Old Testament, do not worry. I have brought in a New Testament reference as well that confirms this, that all people have always been purposeful for the Lord. In Mark 11, this is Mark depicting the story of Jesus overturning the tables at the temple. You know, background, the temple was a place of worship. Jews would go there to do all that worshiping, but in, to my understanding, from what I've been taught my whole life, the Israelites or Jews, they wanted to make it easier on themselves, so they were selling these sacrificial type things at this temple so that they wouldn't have to go through the work of bringing the sacrifice or the, you know, it would have been a lamb or some sort of spotless, blameless animal at that point so that they wouldn't have to go through the effort of bringing it up to the temple themselves. They would just sell them right there in the courts of the temple. They made the place of worship basically a business. And I'm that's not how the Lord intended it to be, you know? So Jesus comes in, he looks at all of this, and he's like, what in the world is happening here? And Jesus, God, right, God in human form, knows so much better than each of us. He has those higher thoughts and he has understanding of the higher plans. And so he goes on this righteously angered, not rampage, but I would say it would be an action of correction. He goes on this action of correction to overturn these tables at the temple and he says this after he's been like, why are you making it a business? You know, don't be selling stuff at a holy place. He also says this referencing Isaiah 56, 7. He says, is it not written? My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. And Jesus was correcting them saying, hey, 
isn't my house of prayer for all people because on top of them dealing it as it was a business in the temple, right? They were also not letting Gentiles in to worship the Lord. So Jesus comes in and he's coming in in this righteous anchor saying, not only should you not treat the holy temple as a business, you should also allow all nations to come in and pray to the God, the creator God, the holy God, because God is for everyone. God is for us all. God has made us all, right? So this is a a New Testament support to show why all people are so important to the purpose of God. Also in the New Testament, after Jesus has done his incredible sacrifice and resurrection on our behalf, we have Paul in both Colossians and Romans say these two things. In Colossians 1.16, he goes, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. And then in Romans, Paul also says, this is Romans 8.28, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So Paul himself makes these statements saying that in Colossians, God has created all things, and he has created all things through himself and for himself. And, you know, my argument is that we were created for God because he has a purpose with our lives. He has a purpose for our souls. And then in Romans, whenever he says that God works the good for all who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. The purpose of our lives is to align with God's purpose for us, right? So we have both Old Testament and New Testament support from lots of different people. We have Abraham and, let's see, in Leviticus, that's more just the rule book, so it's not really persons, more just rules, but it's the rules God, you know, mapped out. So we can say from God and his rules, and also in Mark from when Jesus himself was speaking from Paul, who's in Colossians and Romans saying these things in the New Testament, right? We have all of these reasons to believe that each and every one of us was put on this earth, no matter our ethnicity, no matter where we came from, right? For a purpose. We are all his creation. He loves us all equally. And the other argument is we were all created. We were all created as his children, with a purpose. And, you know, we conclude that with this Roman statement that we have been called according to God's purpose. So yeah, progeny with a purpose. We are the descendants, the children, the disciples of the Lord brought to this earth to have such a mighty purpose. And that is to follow the Lord's will for us. So I really, really hope that y'all enjoy this little introduction podcast. I know I throw through a a lot of verses at you, a lot of different situations and depictions throughout the Bible trying to support my argument, right? But I hope that it was all good. I hope it was all life-giving. Maybe you heard something new today. Maybe you haven't. But at the end of the day, I am so excited that you have sat and listened up until this point. I hope that you stay for any future podcasts. My goal for future podcasts kind of look a little bit like this. 
I am going to have a compilation of interviewing people and seeing how their walks with Christ have shown a purpose in their life and how they've been able to live out the will of the Lord and how they've seen so much come into fruition from just their pure obedience. I would love to do interviews on that. Also, just as shorter podcast, I'll just jump in, just me soloing, just trying to bring you a word from the Lord. I know that I'm a child of God and I know that he uses us as his vessels. And so if I just feel compelled to be a mouthpiece for him one day, I'm just going to sit and listen and be obedient to whatever message he's trying to put on my heart. And I'm going to do my best in my very faulted human way to deliver y'all a message on what that's about. So I am super excited for the future of this podcast. I hope you find it interesting. If you do, go ahead and give it a follow, and that should be able to notify you when new podcasts come out, and that's depending on if you have your notification settings allowed for your specific podcasting podcast listening app. Woo, got tripped up on my words. So if you want to go ahead, it's happening again. Okay, yeah, I really need to wrap up. Anyways, give it a follow if you want. If you're notified, great. If you're not, just keep up. Um, I would love to see you here again. I know the Lord is just going to work through whoever and however he wants to do that. So yeah, I'm super excited you joined. I'm excited for future podcasts. I should probably say that they are going to be released on a weekly basis. So my goal, let's see if it happens. My goal is to release a podcast each week. I haven't decided on a day yet, but... I am so excited to see what that looks like. But yeah, I hope you all have a blessed day. My prayers and best wishes are out to you all and God bless. Thank you so much.